0: And as we say that, peop I, I can I can only imagine somebody's like, Well yeah, that's that's why I do it. But as we're getting the ding 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 here, it's we might be getting like a <laughs> somewhere else. <laughs> If you like what you hear, come
1: and join the conversation in our Facebook group and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, everyone. Oh, I'm so glad that we are recording today's episode because this is an episode that we get asked about all the time. Like, we get asked about this topic all the time. And every time that it comes up, I remember the conversation that we have with people people are like, oh, oh my God, I didn't realize that I could do that. Like, we've never been given permission to do this. Um, And this is an episode that I would have needed 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, I could have used this episode, like, (laughs) learn how to
0: feed yourself, mama, dada, no.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's what we're talking about today, is saying no, how to say no. And ironically enough, that's kind of how, like, mama, dada, yes. No. It's, it's one of the first words that we learn how to say. Absolutely. And it's like, it's, it's interesting because a lot of the time when children are learning to say no, it's because they suddenly realize they have the power to say no. They don't just have to do what is being done to them, what they're being told to do. Their little brains are like, I can set a boundary. Yeah. <laughs> <When> <laughs> and then, then their this, parent comes along See what like, their brain <laughs> is saying. I mean, it could be. It's who okay. knows? Um, <laughs> but there is this, like that, that. I mean, they do. They they try setting boundaries. They try testing boundaries. Mm-hmm. But so often, those boundaries kind of get steamrolled by parents because um, they don't know that they don't really understand fully what's going on, or it's just inconvenient. Mm-hmm. It's inconvenient to work with a child's boundaries, especially because um, there's a phase that children go through where the boundaries aren't necessarily reasonable. <laughs> they are just. I'm trying to. Um, there's a. There's a brilliant. Um, a thread that does around every now and again uh, about like the reason that a toddler is throwing a tantrum and like <laughs> like the 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 child that is, is throwing a tantrum because I can't make its shadow go away or um, like the child who's throwing a tantrum because he doesn't have the banana he just ate mm-hmm. like like all of those sorts of things and so there is a there's a there is a testing period in that where you're trying to find you want to try and find the balance between honoring the boundaries and also functioning (laughs) as a family um and that's not always easy and i think that what ends up happening is that the older we get the more we can kind of get taught to conform and to say yes both at home um by at our, at school with our teachers and those sorts of things and I know that a lot of us we get a lot of our needs met and reinforced by saying yes by conforming by being the quote-unquote good girl good boy good person like I know that I'm a recovering good girl um, because I got a lot of my needs met when I said yes and when I did what was asked of me and when I was so I didn't get rein and you and you often don't get reinforced for saying no um a lot of the time you might get punished for saying no or you might get your needs compromised by saying no so there's this very early learned behavior that affects us is that we kind of take into our systems which is that by saying yes things are going to generally be better for us and by saying no things are generally going to be less good for us Um, and especially where we might be people who have low self-worth and we've talked in previous podcast episodes about how we live in a culture where we're constantly being told that we're not good enough, smart enough, pretty enough, sexy enough, thin enough, um, successful enough, like whatever it is, we all have there's this underlying kind of sense of lack of self-worth. And a lot of the time we try to get our worth uh, met, our value need met by having other people value us. And one of the learned patterns that we have is like, oh, if this person asks me to do something and I say yes, I'm seen as valuable to them, therefore I get to feel valuable for a short period of time while they're seeing me as valuable. Um, and so I think it's interesting. Like I didn't even. I we we always have some little notes up on the screen to kind of guide us on the things that we are um, that we're talking about. And I'm realizing I'm actually talking about the first point without realizing <laughs> I was talking about the first point. So we get into this habit of saying yes because a lot of the time it feels we get like a we get a a, a hit of. Um, we get this kind of rush where we say yes, and it's like, oh my god, thank you so much, you're amazing, blah blah blah. That all of a sudden it's like, oh, that feels kind of good when I do that. Love, value acknowledgement,
0: like that ding boom. ding ding ding. <laughs> and we're going to talk about the ding
1: ding dings in another episode, but it's like that yeah check 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 across the board as far as our needs are concerned. Go ahead. And as we say that,
0: people, I, I can I can only imagine somebody's like, well, yeah, that's that's why I do it. But as we're getting the ding 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 here, it's we might be getting like a. Somewhere <laughs> else, and usually, if it's a ding 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 that doesn't like if the yes doesn't serve you and it's ding ding ding, you're feeling that there's
1: like 12 wont wah, wons that are yes. below it, yeah. And we, um, I don't think we've done we haven't recorded the episode on the needs formula yet, have no, we? we? Um, that is that's to come as well. We talk about. Um, so often we get so focused on these little things that are meeting our needs in little ways we don't look at the cost of those things and that's so we're 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 going yes this feels great and then we're not we're forgetting about the fact that we end up without sleep and without eating and running ourselves into the ground as a result afterwards Um, and it's actually interesting we've got um, a series coming up after this on burning the candle at both ends. And one of the reasons that we often end up burning the candle at both ends is because we haven't said no. We've said yes to too many things as we're going about a day to day life So we've got our stuff, we've got this other stuff, and this other person's stuff, and this other person's stuff, and we're trying to juggle them all. So one of the great ways to avoid burning the candle at both ends is learning how to say no. So why do people say yes? They say yes because in some ways we've been conditioned into saying yes. And the conditioning is... An, I mean, when we're, a, when we're a kid, we don't go, oh, that behavior met my needs, so I'm going to do more of that. Or, oh, that behavior costs my needs. Don't do that again. Like, how simple would life be, though, as a
0: child? <laughs> if, like, if I could have, like, gone through life knowing what I know, like, how many times did, as adults have you, like, think poop? Dear listener, whoever you are
1: right now, <laughs> like, <laughs> you said think poop. I was like, what? Like, no, I just, I, my brain heard something different to what okay. was being said. I mean, you, sometimes, dear some, sometimes <laughs> I say things that I don't realize. I'm like, I thought I said you, but. No, no, that was all me. Okay. Go ahead.
0: Go ahead. Um, how many times have you, oh, no, I forgot what I was going to ask, what you've thought about.
1: You were saying about, like, how good would it have been if you'd known Oh, this? yeah, like, yeah.
0: if I only, if I could go back only knowing what I know now, or knowing what I know now, like, if I could turn back time knowing what I know now, like, as a kid, like, oh like Game the world the changer. world just seems so fucking big as a child like to be like to oh, understand this. to understand like
1: yeah well and actually we're, we've got another upcoming episode that's going to come a little bit further in the future where we're going to talk about attachment theory and attachment theory is based on how i need to met or not met as children and that then goes on and affects our relationships in older life so um there's there's a lot of this that affects our day-to-day existence as adults that is formed as we are mm-hmm. children and yeah i mean as I said the child doesn't go oh, la, la, la. yay my knees are being met or oh, boo my knees are not being met. Um, they all that happens is is that one feels better than the other. so the child learns to do more of what feels good and less of what doesn't feel good. And so if it feels good, if they're getting that kind of um, that reward, that kind of dopamine hit every time, um, oh, look, I've done this thing. Yay, that feels good in my system. More more of that then. We'll hit that button again. OK, I'll do the thing that I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to do as I'm told. And da, da, da. So a lot of the time, that's what's happened. We've just done more of what felt good and less of what doesn't. And we've carried these patterns and behaviours because nobody's ever taught us about needs. So no one's ever taught us why we were doing these things, um, and no, we've never done like a, a an audit of like our behaviours of like, hold on a second, why am I doing this, and does this still work for me now? I'm a fully like fledged adult living my own life was this something i was doing just to please a parent Mm -hmm. um sorry it was me hitting the desk um the um does was this something to deal with a a a dynamic at home that was harmful or toxic and i learned to do this because i was trying to survive this dynamic but in actual fact that dynamic doesn't exist in my life now so is this something i've i've learned to do as a as a way of self-preservation or protection that i don't need anymore and um when you then add that to a lot of people i said with low self-worth they're like oh let me do something that makes me feel good oh look when i help volunteer for these 56 projects i get to feel good because every single one of them we're like oh my god you're amazing thank you so much you're you're, you're a star you're so blah, blah 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 and that comes at a very significant cost often um so why do people not want to say no well i mean the obvious answer is If saying yes, the perception is that saying yes is meeting the needs. This is a subconscious thing. It's not, again, like the adults are going, I'm going to say yes because this is going to meet my needs right now. There's like subconsciously we process this and our subconscious goes, oh, it felt good when we did that. Let's do that again. Um, What the perception is also subconsciously that if we don't do that, if we do something different, that our needs won't be met, or worse, that our needs might be compromised. And when you think about it in terms of the the things that we are consciously aware of, like we're aware of our relationships, we're aware of the need for our relationships and the need for connection that we have with other people. It's like, well, if we we get closer to people and people, we we feel more connection when we say yes to them. If we say no to them, the fear is that that we'll feel less connected, that they might reject us, they might abandon us, they might leave us, they might find somebody else who'll say yes. And the, as a result, our needs will end up being compromised, and needs, our social needs for like love and connection. So a lot of the time, there is this genuine fear. And a lot of this, as with so many things, I mean, I think we actually need to do a podcast on this specifically, is that the difference between the conscious and the subconscious when it comes to needs mm. is so vast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Most people think, you say needs, they're like, oh yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, I know. Your brain knows like a very, very tiny fraction about what we're talking about needs. You will be amazed the gymnastics that your subconscious does to get you to do shit to meet your needs. It's extraordinary and a lot of things we're doing we don't realize it's not a conscious thing it's like our subconscious has just added two and two and come up with 347 um (laughs) and that's more so it must be good (laughs) right Um, no that's not what we're after um so i think a lot of the time that's what ends up happening is that that's at a subconscious level we don't realize um the the cost we're not focusing on the cost and because we're living in a society where i mean everybody's tired. Everybody's exhausted. Most people are burnt out. That's like one is a badge of pride. Like if you're too busy and you're, uh, you're getting up early in the morning and you're going to bed late at night and you're doing all this stuff during the day, a lot of the time people use that to get their value need met as well. So there's like, it's like, sorry, I'm just thinking about right
0: how, how that's marketed. Like, like, in, like reality shows that show these celebrities' grinding and there is not like there is times you need to grind but but for them it's a way of life and, and and they're like look at look at what I can do and it's like i'm seeing everything that you're not doing like mm-hmm. you're exhausted like what? Take a nap,
1: and I've seen it. I've seen it with people in the personal development <laughs> mm-hmm. industry who they're like, "Yeah, I'm up at three a.m. and I'm doing this and I'm doing that, and I don't go to bed until two thirty a.m." It's like that's half an hour's sleep. I mean, obviously, it's a, that's a slight exaggeration.
0: But sometimes, but sometimes it's not right, and that's the thing. Sometimes, and the uh, the. Random occasion, yes. We all we all do it. Sometimes it is the necessary. Sometimes you need to prioritize this need versus this need, and it happens. But people are using this
1: as the general. This is their every single day. Absolutely, and there, and there are times, as Serena said, where we will we will make a conscious decision and we, again, we've got an episode coming up on this where we'll make a conscious decision of, okay, we are going to do it this way for this period of time and we're not going to meet our needs, these needs as well as we would like to be currently because it meets these needs to do that and we have a, a fixed period of time in which to do this. We're going to do it for that period and then on the other side, we're going to make a real, and we will underpin these needs as we can as we're going through. So it's not to say that you don't ever have that, but we do, I mean, I've seen people who teach people how to live at the optimum level who are sick because their way of doing things isn't sustainable. But of course, they don't want people to know that. Um, and it's really, it's sad because there is this kind of sense of like this, this the more busy I am, the more valuable I am. And it's like, no, <laughs> you're actually saying you're less valuable, that you are what you can, that it's okay to sacrifice your physical well-being. For x y and z now i understand that there is a lot of privilege in this some people in order to physically survive they need to be working so many hours and so many jobs this is no judgment or criticism of that at all and that is a, a symptom of the fact we are in a broken system right now but i'm talking about the people who do not need that to survive they're pushing and grinding i remember that documentary series that we watched and i know you know exactly who it's, i'm talking about uh, it I was, was like, it was the one i was yes, thinking of I, when it, the thought came up yeah well, and it's like somebody who is like like on their day off is up at like two thirty a.m doing a workout it's like what are you that's not trying to trying to keep my body healthy while doing Sleep. business meetings and yeah it's like. like yeah anyway we we digress shocker <laughs> for a change um and so a lot of people don't want to say no and the thing is a lot oh sorry that's the
0: worst sound
1: it's like That's, that's the end of the coffee. So sad. I mean, so it just this, sounds sad, doesn't it? It? It's like, it does sound... Not as sad as the look on your face right now. <laughs>
0: it's, it's like, oh. And it was a large, too.
1: Oh. All right. Back to non-digressing. <laughs> For a microsecond, I would imagine. Um, the other thing is, The other reason a lot of people um, do this is they get into the habit it's such a habit for them to say yes because they've they've got conditioned into this and they've got those little those those little hits They're like oh it feels good to do that oh it feels good to do that I'm gonna do that again, but then what ends up happening is they get into that habit so much so they don't even stop and think they don't even stop to ask themselves is this something I want to do is this something I've got the capacity for am I available or any of these things they say yes before the thought has even like it's almost like it's it comes. In one ear, it goes through the mouth, yes, and out the other ear again. And you go, whoa, what happened there? How did that happen? Like, but most people, it's only later that go, why did I do that? Like, I didn't, I didn't want to say yes. It doesn't work for me to say yes. What the hell was I thinking? Or to think what it's going to compromise in that
0: moment. Like we we do yeah. that whole, you know. I think that analogy of the ear to the mouth to the ear and then out without passing through the brain in between (laughs) yeah it just kind of circumvents it and then you're like wait a minute like how am i going to help with this event and do this 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 and this and go to work and keep a household and all of the things that you may be trying to do on top of it you're not thinking about the life that you actually live you're like this one specific event okay yes and it's like well put that event into your life and see does it actually serve me to do that because of all the other things
1: right and uh, I mean we're, and we're people who are very good I mean we love we love doing things we love getting involved in things we love helping and supporting we love adventures like we're very very good at saying yes mm-hmm. we have no issue saying yes at all but it was re- was a real learning curve for both of us oh, yeah. learning
0: to still, say no and still still a learning curve there are sometimes there and that's and now the learning curve is oh I circumvented my brain on this one, I know I said yes, but honestly I just don't have the capacity. Is there a different way I can help out or right? And we'll get to that in a different episode, I'm sure too. Mm-hmm. But that it, it's hard because we we want we want to, and that like there's part of us that
1: wants to do everything and help every single person and and I'm actually gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start this 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 section a little backwards because what I'm about to share is normally one of the last things I would share about this but it's just come into my brain and I do think it's a very relevant example it's not the example that I think most people would expect me to be giving and we will give those a little bit later but the example that's coming to my mind right now is our birthdays this year So we were thinking, I think it was sort of October time, we were, I mean, that's the sort of time where we were starting to think about, you start thinking about, especially the December baby, you you have to get in ahead of the curve because otherwise everyone's booked Mm -hmm. with all the Christmas stuff uh, or other holiday celebrations around that time. Um, and so we had a conversation and uh, I think it was Serena. She was like, what do you think instead of doing a party this year that we do a fundraiser for a local nonprofit that we both really um, support? I was like, I love that idea. And us being us, so as soon as Serena comes up with an idea, of course I take come up with an idea that takes it a bit further and she comes up with an idea that takes it a bit further. Before you know it, it's this full-blown fundraiser with... Uh, live music with performances <laughs> with a silent auction I mean there's all these things that have like I mean another fundraiser built into the fundraiser, fundraiser yeah I mean and, and they are now fun
0: the yeah
1: fun <laughs> <laughs> um so we had this idea and I was like I love that idea it would be a great way of celebrating we still get to have all of our people um there we get to have a fun night and we get to benefit an organization that we love like what's not to like about that and then as I shared in the last episode, we were in the midst of doing this um, evidence uh, submission for uh, my US visa, which I'm not gonna lie. It was, this has been the hardest thing I've ever done in my life without question. Um, and you're talking, we're talk, speaking about somebody who broke their back a couple of years ago and had to heal from a broken back. So, I mean, this is the hardest thing I've ever done. And it took a lot of energy and we were both exhausted. And before we even got to the end of the visa situation, I said to Serena, what do you think about postponing our celebration? Now, bear in mind, we're both December babies to maybe February, um, possibly January, but I'm thinking like in the new year, I think we need to recover in order to be able to one, do it the way we wanna do it, and two, enjoy it the way that we wanna enjoy it. And Serena went, yeah, I thought the same thing a week ago, but it was kind of one of the things that was giving you a little bit of joy in the midst of all of this visa stuff. (laughs) And I didn't want to break that bubble, but I think the same thing. And this is something where this is not saying no to somebody external. So where someone's asked you to do something, it's like yes or no. This is about saying no to yourself Mm -hmm. and saying no to something that you really want to do and you know it's going to meet your needs to do it. But it's about looking at those situations and going, we said yes. We'd spoken to the venue. We, we'd already spoken to some of the um, performers. Like things were in motion. And um, we're probably, we were less than two months out from the date that we were um, looking at. And we checked in and said, actually, does this does this still support any? Because when we came up with the idea, I'm like, oh, it's a great idea. It'll be a perfect way of celebrating on the other side of this thing. And, It'll be something for us to look forward to and blah, 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 And the truth was, it would have met our needs, yes, but it would have cost our needs more to have mm-hmm. done it in that moment in time. And saying yes to that would have been saying no to the rest and replenishment and renourishment we required. It would have meant saying no to enjoying it the way that we wanted to. It would have been saying no to doing it the way we wanted to do it.
0: It would have been saying no to a lot of the things that are gonna come up between now and then. Yeah. But, I mean, if we're planning a fundraiser, I mean, we're planning it, we, <laughs> we are in it, we are yeah. dedicated to it, which means everything between, before we said re- re-evaluated to be yeah. like, no, not, no, not, not right, right now, now.
1: Yes. No on this timeline. Yes, we still wanna do it, but no, that timeline doesn't work anymore. and
0: I. Go ahead. Just the options and, uh, you know, it, it, right there, we're meeting right there and saying no, we're meeting our personal power because we're giving yeah. ourselves options and we're like, you know what? I can choose. We're to choosing do this. which one
1: works. Right. Absolutely. And I think that's the thing with all of this is that it's it sometimes going to be hard to say no to others, but it can be really hard to say no to yourself, especially when it's something that you really want. But when saying no to ourselves in one respect, means saying yes to ourselves in another another great example was like last night Um, the guy I'm seeing was playing music uh, at one of my favorite bars I really wanted to go I'd been kind of tired but I had a little nap and I was like I'm feeling okay actually and I was like I could go out and chances are I wouldn't be in as good a state today as I would be now because I'm still tired. I'm still recovering from the visa stuff. It's not like it was just like, oh, my God, I can't go out before podcasting. I've done that plenty of times. But where I am currently, that wouldn't have met my needs. So I went, you know what? I'm going to do it tomorrow night instead. I'm going to do it after doing the podcasting. So I'm a little bit tired at the bar. It doesn't matter. If I'm a little bit tired in the middle of podcasting, i mean you've seen it happen. Like the, the connections stop working. Everything goes on like it, shortcut. If neither of our
0: brains are connecting at optimum <laughs> speed. I mean, usually we try to balance it. Like yeah. one is on, one is off. I mean, we back each other up. Most of the time Claire is on and I'm
1: We're on a podcast. Yeah, just on in a different way. That's all it is. I float on my own vibe. So I think that um I think that I said that, normally that's the example I would have given last but I think it was it was a really important thing to recognize that you can say no to yourself and it doesn't mean need to be a no completely it could be a no to right now it could be a no to doing it this way but I could do it this way and like renegotiating the commitments that you've made to yourself and to other people is a really valuable skill that will save you from costing your needs in the ways that a lot of people do
0: and a lot of times it's hard especially at the beginning to kind of identify where when you when the change needs to be made when a tweak needs to be made mm-hmm. and it's if you're if there's something going on like let's say that with the birthday example if we had stuck to it and you know today we're like okay actually today wouldn't be happening if we had planned to go forward with our birthdays no and neither would anything that was going to happen yeah. podcasting wise between now and that date. And there was yeah. supposed to be, I mean, there's a lot planned for that time. Mm-hmm. And so it would have, I'm just thinking about how much that would have compromised. The more I'm thinking about, it, the more I'm realizing that would have compromised so much more than right. we would have gained from it from, an, from a needs perspective. But, um, I was saying like as you're kind of getting into it and I totally lost my train of thought. I was thought it was such, such a good point too.
1: You were talking about, okay, I'm going to say what, what you'd initially said triggered me to think. And then cool. if you, that if it sparks comes back, you or it yeah. might be the same thing, you never know. How do you know? How do you know? You want me to carry on or do you want yeah, to Yeah, you me? carry on and maybe <laughs> I'll remember. Like, like how, how do you know if something needs to be tweaked? Well, a lot of the times the way to know is that when you think about it – if you think about it and you've got nothing but excitement, nothing but, and like positive anticipation, like this is going to be amazing, I'm so excited for this thing, then chances are it's, it's, it's probably in alignment with the majority of your needs. If you think about it and you're like, oh god, that sounds, it feels like, like I want to be more excited about this, like something in me feels a little bit like, hmm, I don't know what, I don't know why, but something, I'm like, there's, there's some resistance to it. There's some hesitation about it. Like, and I feel like, so yeah, like just like, I don't, I want, I want to feel more, I, I the, the word that tends, that comes to my mind is like, I should feel more excited about this. Like, if you find yourself shitting about this and be like, I should be more excited about this, ask yourself why you're not, because mm-hmm. that's often the thing that needs to be tweaked.
0: And it can be, it can, sometimes it can be the simplest little tweak. It could be like, oh, I said yes to this thing and it's at three. But like, if it could be at four, that would make a world of difference. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes five minutes, like in a time perspective. I need a
1: 30 minute nap before I can go do that. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to shift it by an hour so I can get a 30 minute nap in and then I'm going to be able to really enjoy it. So... Something I mentioned in the context of that example. Was was there anything more you want to share about the how? No, but thank you for finding my thought and presenting. Cool. (laughs) You're welcome. I was like, got it. It's right. We're good. We still caught it. Um, Something I share within that example, which is one of the things that we often say to people to help them with this process is to realize if you are going to say yes to something, first, notice that you're being asked a question. Like, stop, pause, and think about what do you want your answer to be? Do you want your answer to be yes? Do you want your answer to be no? Do you want your answer to be not right now? Do you want your answer to be, I need a little bit more time? Like, give yourself a moment to think, firstly. But the other thing is to think about, if I say yes to this thing, what am I saying no to? Because you are definitely saying no to something by saying yes. So if I'm saying yes to doing this thing, I'm saying no to some me time. I might be saying no to some sleep. I might be saying no to um, some time by myself, which I actually really need to re- recharge my batteries. I might be saying no to time with my kids. I might be saying no to time with my partner. I might be saying no to time with my friends. I might be
0: saying no to getting other stuff done that just yeah. been niggling the shit out of me, like household
1: chores. And Oh, niggling. <laughs> The niggle monster's back. Um, yeah, like think about, but get really clear on the fact you're not saying yes in a vac- vacuum. What ends up happening is a lot of the time, what will end up happening is that because people don't have anything in their calendar, because there's nothing in my calendar, therefore I'm available. And in fact, I think Josephine shared this in the group uh, the, just maybe yesterday or the day before. Just because you're available doesn't mean, uh, just because you're free doesn't mean you're available. Yes. Like, just because you don't have something else planned doesn't mean say you're available for this other thing. And what ends up happening, and I see this with so many people, where it's like, well, just because I haven't booked something into that slot, technically my calendar is free. But when I say no to this calendar, uh, when I say uh, yes to this thing, I'm saying no to going grocery shopping, no to planning my meals for the week, no to doing some exercise, no to seeing my friends, no to getting some rest, no to um, uh, getting organized with some stuff that needs to be done around the house be clear because what what happens then is you're making a decision between two things what other what is the other thing that you would use that time for and then you're not just saying yes to this you need to decide which of those things is more important now it may be that when you've considered that actually yes That is something that I would like to quite often if it's like a once a year thing and like Serena and I are like, well, we could be doing this thing that's once a year or we could be doing at home home doing chores. You bet your ass which one's going to (laughs) go out the window in that moment. Um, If it's going to be a once in a lifetime thing, no contest. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If it's something where it's like, well, yeah, I kind of like to do this, but you know, what? I'm exhausted right now. I really need the rest. That then becomes a the decision. You make the choice between rest and doing this thing. And when you understand that you're doing this thing to meet your needs, you need to check in, are the needs that this is meeting and the way that it's meeting needs actually going to meet the needs as well as this other thing I could be doing in that same period of time. So you need to get really clear on if I'm saying yes to this, what am I saying no to? And if I'm saying no to this, what am I saying yes to? Because I'm saying yes to me. One of the things I actually often suggest people do is that actually they book out their calendars with the things that they want to do for themselves, like time for me, grocery shopping, meal prepping, exercise, all those sorts of things. So when someone asks if you're free, check your calendar, no, I'm not free. Now, you can then say, what, what's it for? And if you think you might want to do that, you'd say, let me see if I can shuffle some things around. Now that's a viable, valid answer. But the, the automatic I don't have anything planned in that time means that we often end up compromising the things that we really need for ourselves in favor of what somebody else is asking us to do or not do.
0: And those things that you need... Do for- or not do, do?
1: Do. I mean, not doing really is not valid. That's not relevant in the situation. I Carry th- on. <laughs> I
0: think a lot of times people also think of those little things that we kind of do as everyday adults, grocery shopping, cleaning... Tying up loose ends, going through bills, whatever it is. Laundry. Laundry. Yeah. Laundry. (laughs) Is there anybody that likes laundry? Like, I I know some people, like, doing dishes, like, they find that kind of. Yeah. I've known some people that find it kind of cathartic, cathartic, the word I'm looking for. Yeah, like like meditative, maybe. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Or just that, like, action of cleaning something, Mm -hmm. like, but for the most part, like, I've never been somebody that's like, oh, I love doing laundry. Mm
1: -mm. Mm -mm. Nope. No, yeah, no, not no a thing. thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but a lot of those time those things, those things take up time and they they necessities a lot of times to kind of get through life and to not make yourself spin out cuz you get home and you see the pile of laundry, the pile of dishes mm-hmm. and all of these things. Like it's important to realize those things take time and those things need to be done for yourself if it's something that helps your like if I come into my well-being, mm-hmm. yeah, if I come in and see that there's dishes every single day, eventually that's going to get to me and mm-hmm. that's going to compromise my needs. Like if they sit there for a day or two, maybe I've chosen to prioritize something else. But after a while, that needs to get done to help meet my
1: needs. Right. And one of the other things I'm going to say about this is a lot of the time what ends up happening is because when I mean, we've talked about innumerable times and we will talk about it innumerable times again in the future a lot of people have a very com- compromised value need which is the need that relates to our self-worth because of the society and the conditioning that we have. And what it ends up doing is it means that the things that are for us the things that are should be need to be priorities for our well-being are the things that we compromise. They're the things that we let go of in in comparison to the things that are benefiting other people. And one of the things that, that in order to help get better at saying no, i.e. saying no to other people or even to yourself and some of the things that you wanna to do, to say yes to the things that you really need for your wellbeing, um, requires you to pay some attention to your value need to really give your value need a little bit of love and attention, and to um, to bolster that because the we talked about it in um, I think it was one of the self first series episodes about the the link between um, uh, self worth and meeting your needs. Like if you have low self worth, you don't meet your needs, which means that you believe you're less worthy of having your needs met. So you meet your needs less, and then you've got that downward spiral. The same is true in the opposite direction, which is like I'm worthy of having my needs met, so I do things to meet my needs, and because I do things to meet my needs, I believe I'm more worthy of having my needs met, and it goes in the other direction. So um, I think that a lot of time, like we really want to be cultivating our value need in order to um, to ensure to to help support this pattern in being shifted in a way that's going to actually work for us. And one of the tools that we we often give people um, when it comes to how to do this, because a lot of the time I said people have said yes before they even thought about it, is because in that moment when someone says, "Oh, could you do this?" It's like deer in headlights, <laughs> <laughs> or it's like Dexter in headlights. Have I, have I told you about the Dexter thing? I don't think so. So, so little aside. We'll we'll come back to the deer in headlights and the thing it's i've got a note so i'll come back to it um we uh, if you drive from miami down to key west or vice versa there is a section in the middle of that uh, drive uh, in which you have keys deer so they are uh, they're small deer that um, are on the sides of the road and so they bring the speed limit down because um they will often wonder on the road and um i think they're a protected species if i'm yeah they're endangered. exactly so um so there is a there are a lot of measures in place um and the very 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 first time i came down on the on the um the actual tarmac of the street you have these signs coming up like like keys deer deer crossing blah, blah 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 um actually on the tarmac of the road it says de there's a big x through the middle e-r so it's basically deer crossing but the very first time I saw it I went what's dexa because that's how it reads if you just read it it just looks like it says dexa so every time I come, it's like dexa I'm like it's, it's another cock lollipop yeah <laughs> I don't think we've ever shared that story here, have we stay tuned oh, I'm yeah. gonna leave you hanging on that one <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 a funny one. We'll say we'll share that for another. Say that for yeah, another day. Yeah, that's a different story for a different yes. day. Uh, but but yeah. So for me, it's the Dexa thing. So when I think of deer in headlights, all I think about is Dexa. So anyway, um, moving swiftly on. Um, so when that really had nothing to do with it. No, I, was had, not, for I did you to did make say the connection. it was connection. a complete tangent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean it was a complete tangent. But it's a tangent that made sense in my head. It's like, <laughs> I make connections that nobody else
0: makes. I, I see where you were. I'm picking yeah. up what you were dropping down there. Yeah,
1: it's the reason the new universal needs exist because I make connections <laughs> that nobody else makes. So anyway, so um, somebody asks you the question during headlights. Oh my goodness, what do I say? And you kind of freeze because you don't know what to say, and because you're not prepared for this moment, you're not prepared to say no. You don't obviously. You don't want to just go no. <laughs> Like generally speaking, we would like to give a little bit more of a gracious response to that. Uh, I mean, no. Oh, it reminds me of uh, there's a there's a comedian um, in the in the UK called Sarah Millican. Like, if you haven't seen her, she's hilarious. She's hilarious. Um, just a bit of a pre a bit of a warning. She can get pretty filthy. Um, she's kind of I, I kind of love her as a comedian because she how she looks and her comedy. Uh, don't look like they would match which means that they match beautifully I mean and it's and it's great because she's kind of breaking all of these like stereotypes and ideas about how somebody should look and how they are and everything um and there's this brilliant piece that she does I'm trying to think which of her specials it's in um, I'll have a look I'll put it in the show notes um but um She's she's learned to say no, um, but she's got quite. <laughs> yeah, listen I, to I, that I one. made you listen to this one. I, if I can think, if I remember, I'll I'll share the link as well to the little YouTube clip about it. Um, the thing is that she's like she's got quite a high pitched voice generally speaking, and when she's when she's learned to say no, like her voice changes. She's like no no. Like, <laughs> it was like, like there were certain things that she said no to, and like this, I won't spoil it because I won't do it justice. Um, but it's it is that thing about rather rather than just saying say, oh, maybe sorry, I can't. Blah blah blah. And she's just like, nope. (laughs) Um, Think we should have more of it in the world, quite frankly. Um, But if you don't want to just say no, and most of us, if you are have some people pleasing tendencies, um, and we're just recovering people pleasers, and we've just like you'll have uh, heard our people pleasing um, people pleaser series recently. um, This is another one of those people pleasing tendencies that tends to come up, uh, like saying yes to people and, and not. Wanting to say no and because you're not comfortable saying no and you don't have a way of saying no that you're comfortable with, you say yes rather than saying no because you haven't figured out how to do it in a way that feels okay to you. Or at and, least saying not right now. Yes, exactly. What well, that's what we get into. Ah. Um, so um, <laughs> it's because, because we're not saying because we, we're not comfortable saying no, we don't. We just say yes. So one of the things that you want to do is you want to come up with your placeholder responses. So what am I going to say when somebody asks me to do something that I am not sure whether I want to do or not? It's not, I'm sure I don't want to. It's not, I'm sure I do want to. It's like, I feel like I could use some time. The most important thing about your placeholder is that it buys you time and it puts you in the driving seat of the decision-making process because it also meets your personal power by doing that. And it's giving you choice, it's giving you option. So there's a number of different placeholders, but basically what you want to do is you want to err on the side of no and then leave space. If you wanted to make it a yes later, you could do. So one of my placeholders is... I'm really sorry. I don't have the capacity for that right now. Uh, let me feel into it. If I decide that I do, I will let you know. So there's not this pressure of someone keep checking in with you. Like you are saying that you are going to let them know. Uh, another one is that I'm not available at that time. Uh, if it's something uh, like, if it's not, I'm, I'm not available at that time. That's an easy, I'm not available at that time. And that's something I know I don't want to do. Boom, done. Res- like that's, that's it complete. It could be, I'm not available at that time. If I think that I might want to... Think about this, and I might want to do it. Then I'm not available at that time. Um, let me see if I can shuffle some things around. If I can, I will let you know. So all of these placeholders are something that's a it's no for now. I'm going to take some time to think about it, and I will let you know if it's a yes. I don't want you following up with me because that creates a more of this kind of pressure situation, and you want to come up with a version of that that feels good to you. So that and you—that's your automatic response every time somebody asks you anything. It's like actually, I don't have the capacity right now. I don't have the availability. I don't know about that one. I'm going to say no for the moment. Like, like I don't know if I'm available. I'm going to say no if I turn. If it turns out yes, I will get in contact with you. So there's lots of ways of kind of buying yourself time. You've got to find the way of doing it. That it feels right for you um
0: another one that is whenever you can err on the side of no it is better because it sets an expectation of probably no, no. probably not yeah um, one that i started out with is let me check my calendar i'll get yes. back to you and it, always that i'll get back to you at the end or i'll get back to you if if i can yeah like set <laughs> oh. <laughs> Put the niggle monster away. <laughs> I accidentally just squeezed the niggle monster. That's why I couldn't keep them in my life. Playing with them, um, but just saying, I I need to check my calendar because sometimes I don't even have the I don't have the capacity to come up with the placeholder, and it's like. I need to check my calendar
1: I'll get back to you or I need to check my calendar I'll get back to you if I can make it or Yes. And I think of those two the most imp- the better one is the second one. Absolutely. Because the challenge you have here is that I I need to check my calendar is very ambiguous. Like it's not a yeah it doesn't feel like it's a yes or mm-hmm. a no. It's kind of very central which can be a good thing if you're very central in how you feel about it. Or if you just need to buy like the little bit of time to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um the thing is is that What tends to happen with this is that we need... To go through the pendulum swing. We've talked about the pendulum swing with this and with with stuff in the past. We'll talk about it again in the future without any question or doubt in my mind. Um, the pendulum swing is if you are used to doing things a certain way, as in if you are used to saying yes, 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 you what you want to do is you want to go through the pendulum swing. You want to get to no, 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 no. So you can then actually tell what's a yes and what's a no. Because a lot of the time you don't actually know until you're there. It's like, why did I say yes to this? Um, and actually, by saying no, you can then check in and go. Actually, I think that's something I would like to do. And then you can go back and say, actually, I've changed my mind. I would like to come. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but I think that erring on the side—if if saying if saying no is something you find really hard—then erring on the side of saying no to begin with, or a, a placeholder that is more no than it is yes is going to be supportive for you to begin with because also it gets you into the habit of being comfortable saying no. One of the ways to get comfortable saying no is to say no. Um, I remember it was quite funny actually, I was talking to, um, um, some people, friends about this on, um, at Saturday, um, Saturday night. Um, I was at a salsa club many, many years ago. And um, generally speaking, I'm open to dancing with most people. Uh, There was this one person, though, that I'm somebody, you've probably gathered by now, I'm kind of an energy sort of person. Kind of. (laughs) Kind of. Just a little bit. Uh, And the second this person came up to me, my entire system was like, no I don't want to dance with you but generally speaking I try to do it in a way which is not too confrontational um so I will because I don't want to like it can take a lot of uh, take, take a lot of courage to come up to somebody and ask someone to dance so I don't want to be like no, your energy's revolting. I don't want to dance with you. Like no. from Yes, no. And, I, and I've and i been on the receiving end of like, I remember when I first moved to London, uh, I, I saw this guy dancing and I, I wasn't a local at that point. So they didn't know whether I was a dancer. He was a very good dancer. And I remember I went up to him and asked him to dance and he literally looked lit me up and down and went, no, and walked off. And I was gutted because I was like, seriously? The funny thing was, I can't remember which way around it was, I think I was wearing my hair up that day. That Friday, we were at a different club, like. Different, completely different venue, completely different area of London. Um, saw the same guy. He didn't recognise me because my hair was different the second time round. Uh, but he saw me dancing because the, the first one had been a very busy uh, place. The second one, it was early in the night. There weren't a lot of people yet. He came over to ask me to dance, and it took everything in me not to be like no Uh, i'm like claire (laughs) do not piss off the locals you've just moved to the area you want to be on and as it turned out we became quite good friends over a period of time so anyway rewinding back salsa club generally speaking i try to be kind in how i turn somebody down if i don't want to um (laughs) so initially i was like i was like oh no sorry i'm dancing with this person uh and then it's like no i'm sorry i'm i'm gonna go to the bathroom no i need a drink like and You get to the point where I I appreciate somebody having the courage to come and ask somebody. And I understand that I hadn't been a flat, no, I don't want to dance with you. So there's a part of me that's got a little bit of respect for somebody who continues to try, but also... My I wasn't like, oh, no, like, come and ask me later. I was like, no, I'm going to do this. Like it was I, I was kind of shut down in terms of how I did it. It, it
0: should have been pretty obvious. Well, it, <laughs> it
1: would have been obvious to anybody who was had any understanding of like cute. Like, I mean, and who he, he, you know, who knows? He might be neurodivergent and wasn't able to read those cues. like completely understand that. Um, So <laughs> there was this point, though, where I was like I was going on to the dance floor with somebody else. I'll never forget this as I walked past him me around. like so as I walked past him he was gonna start in Serena's screen and end on mine. he was like but I wanted to Ew. dance oh, with my you God. as no. he like and no. I was like oh don't no. touch me no that would have been um, the second time that it would have been so hard for me to not be like
0: no, no.
1: Uh, <laughs> but I was like again I'm like I'm like okay it's fine so then later in the evening, um, I was sat down having a drink with, yeah, and I, it was just, it was just, uh, and that was like, okay, you're, you're crossing boundaries now. This is not okay. I understand asking somebody to dance, no problem with that. I understand somebody asking a couple of times to dance. But when you start touching somebody, when they have, they have not given you consent to, that's not okay.
0: And guilting, like, I mean, what are you, just trying to
1: guilt yes. you into it, oh, which absolutely. is even like, I yeah. mean,
0: just an extra layer of ick on top of it. Yeah.
1: Do you know who you're talking to? No, he didn't, is a simple answer. <laughs> um, so a little bit... Just try. Fail. Yes. Um, not today. Um, so anyway, so I'm sat down having a drink with the person that I'm there with. Um, and he came over and ask me to dance again. And I just went, no. And I smiled at him. And you could see he was like, does not compute. Like... <laughs> What do you mean, no? Uh, I mean... Did you just tell me, no? White, straight, man. There was an element of entitlement there, I'm not going to lie. You like, said. and privilege and all the stuff that, that was associated with it. Um, but I was like, no. But I wasn't like, no. I was just, I was like, pleasant about it. And you could see he was like, uh, like, you see his brain trying to make the connections. That doesn't compute, doesn't compute. And then he went, he went, but... But why like and again which again indicates his sense of entitlement to dance with me for a start and I just went because I don't want to like with a smile again with a smile and he was like he couldn't believe that somebody was saying no and I wasn't being an asshole about it I was being perfectly polite but I was hard no and it was like I got to the point where I was like I'm saying no and then when you want a reason, I'm just going to say, I don't want to, because that is a valid answer. And you, can, he was like, so have we danced before? Do you know? and, I was like, and I was like, no, I just don't want to. Could not handle it. Could not handle it. Mean, and I'm glad I was with somebody, because I'm going to be very honest. In that situation, I would have wanted to find someone to come and walk me to my car, because I wouldn't have felt sick. Because his, his whole energy, his entitlement, his approach, his attitude, everything about it was like, I don't trust that you are going to take no for an answer. In that situation, he knew he couldn't have done anything about it because there were people around. Um, But I could see he was angry about the fact that I had said no. Um, And I could see that he thought that there was something wrong with my saying no. So it is okay in certain situations to find other ways around a situation. Like going back to the, the Universal Needs Tree, security need is right in the roots of the tree your safety and security comes first it's okay to like sometimes I won't say a direct no to somebody even though I'm somebody who can be very direct and there's no issue being direct but there are some people I know I'm not comfortable being direct with you because I don't trust how you're going to respond to that directness so I'll
0: Soften <laughs> my
1: response somewhat. I wouldn't even use the word massage, someone like that. But, <laughs> but I would I'll soften my response somewhat, um, so it's not as direct, but that's for my safety, not to protect their feeling. Well, I suppose in some respects I'm protecting their feelings is the thing that's gonna make me feel safer. Um but it's it's I'm doing it for me and my needs, I'm not doing it for them for the, them and theirs. So I will say that a caveat by this is there's a slightly different situation, but it is okay just to say no. No is a complete sentence. Mm-hmm. I don't want to is a valid reason. Um, and finding these things that you can say that means that the more you get comfortable with it, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I've been dancing for God, 22 years now. God, 22 years? 21 years, something, a long time. <laughs> When I first started dancing, there is no way in hell I would have ever said a flat no to somebody. And I certainly would have told wouldn't have told somebody that I didn't want to. But I got comfortable saying that and my 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 entire system was giving me the uh uh-uh, nope. This is not this does not feel good. Get out. Like do do not pass go, do not collect two (laughs) hundred dollars. Like everything was saying no. And so and that's the thing is you want to listen to the the um the the signals that your body are giving if you're used to saying yes even someone asking you the question your your system's likely to panic a bit and go "Ah," like like danger danger because like i don't know how to i don't know how to say no i'm not used to saying no once you get more comfortable with putting these placeholders in place and we're starting to say no to things if they don't feel in alignment your system will tell you if something is a no like if something doesn't feel good in the system it's like i i mean i've I've always said, and I will always say, trust your intuition first and foremost over everybody else, including anything that either of us say. Mm-hmm. Like your intuition knows best. And if your system is going, Nuh-uh, listen to the Nuh-uh, and do it in, and navigate that in whichever way feels best and right for you.
0: Um, this thought came to me a little bit ago, but it just, <laughs> I mean, I probably could have jumped in with it. And it, it actually kind of relates um, this really reminds me of the um the episode that we specifically did about the Queer Keys fundraiser. Mm-hmm. And um oh actually no, it wasn't that one. It was the one about the Pride Parade. Yes.
1: And Claire When Pride Pride when the Pride Parade comes after a full.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um In that episode we described how we had this event we really wanted to do and had committed to and how claire for her needs that were up that time needed to dip out on the day like moments before we were leaving and was like no i can't do this and how her saying no in that moment allowed her to actually join us because once she said no her body was like okay i can just be (sighs) And then an hour later, she had processed kind of through what was going on in her body, her body, had physically processed it. And because she had given herself that moment by saying no, she was able to like text me and be like, actually, I'm on my way now. Like, and was able to do that thing she really, really wanted to do because she gave herself the permission
1: to say no when it served her to say no to it. Absolutely. And that's the thing is that it can be, no doesn't need to be a no it can sometimes be a not right now it can sometimes be a not in that way it can be a um I'm a no for now but let me get back to you if that changes like you can you can negotiate these things and like and Serena and I do this with each other all the time it's like mm, I'm not sure like I I'd like to but there's and, that, and you can be honest be like I'd really like to do this I'm just not sure I'm gonna have the capacity for it so I'm gonna say no and if I've got the capacity I'll rock on up and that's it's, it's okay to renegotiate with others and with yourself and to honor what is present moment by moment by moment because one of the one of the key things with needs they're always changing moment by moment your needs are always changing like I don't need water right now because I just had a sip and the hiccups apparently um, <laughs> but like 10 minutes from now I'm probably gonna need another sip of water again I'm not hungry right now because I just had a smoothie but give me another hour or so I might need some lunch um like I'm feeling emotional in this moment well when I processed it that emotion's gonna so like our needs are constantly changing and by honoring where you are in the moment that is going to it's going to mean that you are in a better position to be able to say yes in a way that feels really good when you do say yes because you're not going to say yes and show up depleted. You're going to show up. And even in those moments where like last, that that's a great example where not only was the no, the thing that allowed me to say yes, I could have just been out. Mm-hmm. I could have just been out. It could have been a no, like last night was. Like not, Last night was a no, I'm not going to go out. And it was the right thing for me to do. And it's okay for a no to just be a no. It's okay for a no to change to a yes. It's okay for a no to change to a maybe, which could change to a yes or a no again in the future. Like The one thing that we need to be clear with is the fact that in the same ways with our boundaries, in the same ways with our commitments, it's okay for them to change as our needs change. And to honor where we are at, as best we can as we navigate through this and the most important thing go back and listen to the self first episode the difference between um negatively impacting somebody and not meeting needs that your responsibility because a lot of the time when we want to say when we say yes we're saying yes because we're trying to meet their needs. And those needs are not our responsibility. And by prioritizing those needs over our own needs, that's when we, and I've got a feeling we've got one in the people-pleasing um, series about that, mm-hmm. um, we end up compromising our value need even further. And that's one of the things that we want to support in order to shift this. Anything else you want to share? Nope. No. 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 No seriously it's a funny little
0: clip it's worth i mean if you're listening to this we'll we'll put the link in yeah it's it's worth the the couple
1: of have have a giggle have a giggle um and And then try not to do it and it's like yes no they're like (laughs) i got gonna we might try doing that with each other now i was like no no (laughs) just for fun so anyway have some like make a make a game of it like just practice and play with saying no and the good thing is if you want to start doing this do it in the places that you feel safest first like like Serena and I could just practice with saying no to each other like she'll probably laugh at me if I say that rather than she's not going to get upset or offended it's not going to be a work situation where there's somebody else involved that could potentially like compromise things for me Um, so practice in the areas where there's less charge around it and there's less risk um, and get used to it in that space to then learn how to do it in the spaces where there's a little bit maybe a more intensity, there's maybe a little bit more charge, maybe a little bit more risk. But by doing, by getting used to it, you'll figure out how to navigate those situations as they come up. Is there something more?
0: Uh, yeah, I could probably go on that one for a for a little while longer. So I'm trying to determine whether we make the episode longer or I just keep my mouth shut for a little bit. <laughs> totally <laughs> just, up
1: to you. It take
0: start with small things start with the things around your house like you know what no I don't I don't want to do dishes right now I'm I'm Mm going to I want to do those later so that I can rest at this moment Mm -hmm. start with yourself it's easier to learn how to say no to yourself I think and kind of get used to the no in your your internal dialogue to then bring it into the the um, other situations and to do it when I first started doing this it was like I'm going to start saying no a little bit more in our relationship and letting claire know like i'm really working on my no so that yes, the other pretty per-
1: really key thing
0: so the other person knows like this isn't personal and like everything may be a no up front for a little bit just so i can get into the habit of doing what serves me yes. and letting them know where you're like where you are in your journey with no and yeah. then it might influence their journey with no like mm-hmm. something that you know my husband and i when he learns a lot from me from me just doing my thing and then all of a sudden he comes back and it's like okay now I don't get offended when he says no it's like okay you're meeting your needs by saying no
1: right I actually was having a conversation with somebody just last night who'd met somebody new who was like learning about the was, they were like oh my god this is amazing I want in and he was like yeah you really should I've learned so much I've learned how to say no damn it (laughs) <laughs> and it's true like because like things change and y- at that point you also realize who are the people who value you mm-hmm. who are the people oh, who yeah. respect you who are the people who want something to work for both people not just for them because it then becomes clear about okay maybe this these are relationships that need to transition a little bit in terms of where my prioritization is because I want to be prioritizing the people like Serena who wants it to work for us both if it doesn't work for us both it doesn't work for either of us um she knows that I'm not going to be like oh I'm going to it this way because it works for me but i don't care if it works like that no that's not doesn't exist in our world because it doesn't work for either party when that happens so you get clear on the people who when you feel safe to do this and when you feel respected and valued in how you say it those are the relationships that you really want to cultivate
0: and then once you have those relationships cultivated it makes it easy to say no to those other people Mm
1: -hmm. so easy oh it's so
0: easy it's
1: like no because i know who my people are yes I was just like, bye. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no one if you don't like that, bye. See you (laughs) later. Um, Yeah, it's it's great. Uh, Okay, I think that's it for today. Um, Thank you for being here. Thank you for watching. Nothing more from you? Nope. In which case, I will say, thank you for being here again. Thank you for watching again. Remember, between now and next time, you know what? You know the drill by now. You've watched it enough times. We'll see you soon. Love you. Bye. Bye, friends. That's it for today.
0: If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and give us a written review as it will help more people find us.
1: And remember, by saying no to one thing, you get to say yes to another. And that might be the thing that meets your needs all the more. Well shit, it really is that simple.